So I think it's cool to understand that there are positives and hardships of any person's personality. And that in situations where we can lean on each other, I think that's cool. Totally cool. And it's playing to your strengths. Colin, whenever I come back from days where we're recording together, he's like, I always know when you hang out with Amy because you're just so much more chill with me. I'm Amy. And I'm Abby. And as women, we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. But your life isn't supposed to look like hers. Being your best self means standing firm in your decisions and always being willing to grow with a purpose. We get vulnerable and real with an honest look into the challenges and triumphs we all face. Every woman listening gets the opportunity to choose what life looks like for herself. One part of the podcast that's come in even handier than we expected is our different personality types. It feels like most of our listeners can relate to one of us, no matter what topic we're covering. So today, we're going to talk about personalities. And apparently, I'm somewhat attracted to type A personalities, (laughs) as I'm married to one and I'm doing business with another. Abby and I have found it very insightful from a relationship standpoint, because often we can give a better perspective on what the person's spouse might be thinking. So Abby and Drew are both type A identifying people and acting people. (laughs) And so she could sometimes if Drew and I are having an issue and I tell her about it, she can kind of see Drew's perspective and I can do the same thing with Colin because Colin uh, aligns more with a type B personality. So before we dive in and get started, we just wanted to define these terms in case anyone is unfamiliar. This is from Psychology Today. So type A are individuals who are hardworking, competitive, and try to overachieve. The stereotype is that they are these driven, overworked executives who one day they're going to keel over of a heart attack. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I guess it is based in fact because type A individuals are more prone to coronary heart disease. Type B individuals tend to be more laid back. They're not in a rush. They tend to take things easy. While type A's are focused on competing and attaining measurable goals, type B's are more about living in the moment. There is also something known as type D, and that is distressed or disease prone. These people tend to be worried, irritable, and express a great deal of negative emotions. Now, if you're like me, you might not completely align with one personality type, but I think people are usually tipped one way or the other. Most of my personality leans toward type B life, while most of Abby's tips toward type A. And even just talking about type A versus type B personalities is so interesting to me because it started in the 1950s with cardiologists. So they literally were looking at two different types of people and they found that one very specific type was getting coronary artery disease over and over and over again. So it was like a research study that, and it wasn't even that long ago, like 1950s wasn't even that long ago. So I thought that was so interesting. But no matter which way you tip, 
I know that some, most of us are interacting with people with the other personality type. I'm going to say all of us because (laughs) very, very infrequently are you surrounded by people that are all type A or all type B. But you might be married to them. Maybe you're working with them. Maybe you're friends with them. We just hope that this podcast episode gives you useful tips and maybe the most important takeaway of all of this is understanding your people better. Dr. Tracy is one of our therapists. She reminded us of a very important word, preference. So a preference for the way you like things done, it doesn't make you right and doesn't make the other person wrong. It doesn't make you wrong either. It is simply a preference. So where type A personalities many times have a sense of urgency, where, Understatement. oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. Like I get impatient with delays. I get impatient with the unproductive time. I'm also more prone to multitasking, which that can probably lead to coronary artery disease because you're just overworking yourself nonstop over and over again. But one thing that Colin and I consistently um, just talk about, and even you and I, Amy, like we always are talking about this is when to work and when to rest. So that's a really big one. It's been something that I have struggled with with the type B or the people who lean more towards type B for years. So in Colin's situation, he likes to work for a little bit. He likes to rest for a little bit. He can really go seamlessly back and forth between rest and work. For instance, he might want to do the dishes after he plays video games. Or my preference is getting everything done right away. And then resting because I like to rest for as long as possible. So I just want to make sure that I get all of my work done up front so I can just rest the entire rest of the night. And I think as a type A person, I can admit that we tend to have more of that black and white way of thinking, which can really make it hard to not always feel like we're right. Yeah. Last week, Drew and I were having one of our kitchen table talks This is just where we sit down and we get everything that we need to on the table. We kept running into the same disagreements over and over again. And that's when we know that one of these is necessary. And Drew talked about how a big challenge that he runs into at the stage we're in having three toddlers is that all of his life, he's been able to work really hard and then take a big rest. And that feels very good to his personality. Mm-hmm. At the stage we're in, he feels like the boys are a constant demand. So there's no rest period. And so for him, that is really, really hard. That totally resonates with me. Like, And even you just saying that, working really hard and then having that rest, before you have kids, you're able to do that. Like you can plan ahead to have worked hard all day. And then all of a sudden, when you have kids, work doesn't stop as soon as you get home. There's still more things to do. And especially right now with COVID, a lot of us are not experiencing that commute that we used to have. So I think it's even more difficult because we're not really having that transition between the roles. So one of the points of bringing up that story about Drew is that when he was able to explain that to me and put words to it, it really softened me. Like I can understand that his personality struggles more. My therapist also talked about this in one of our sessions. He might struggle more in this season. Like this could be the time where Amy 
with her personality, more able to ebb and flow and go from a tantrum to a cuddle Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. just have it be so chaotic. This lends better to my personality. She said, though, Amy, someday Drew is going to be the shining parent. Like essentially, when all three boys say they all love basketball and they have all of these tournaments, if it were up to me, they'd be missing games, not on purpose, by accident, I would forget. I could totally see him shining of remembering the practice, remembering who is where, remembering what weekend, what parent is taking that, you know, he, that season is probably going to lend better to him. And I really loved what she said there, because it can get to a place where you're sitting in a tough season and you're thinking this is never going to end. I'm always going to be the one that's pulling more weight because I'm more adaptable. And she just said that that isn't true. Like we've got to be careful when we're thinking of those like long sweeping generalizations. Um, A really pivotal moment for me was when Dr. Tracy talked about preferences because being the more laid back person in our duo, I often feel forced into something. So you guys like things a very specific way. Our, these type A people. <laughs> and you guys can kind of force us into a different way of being because we are more bendable. We are more easygoing. Um, so I kind of wanted to stick up for type B people in the way of saying it is still important to honor the way that we like to do things, even though we're, we are more adaptable generally, giving us the space to do things the way that we like to do things. That's part of partnership. That's part of marriage. That's part of being on a team. So... I thought that an interesting example was between Abby and I as business partners. So we didn't really think about this before we started, (laughs) but it has definitely came up. So I, as a type B person, I have to say, I know that I'm very hardworking. So that's one that is more type A, but I'm very hardworking. I'm creative. I have a knack for writing content that's really going to resonate with our audience. I'm on the pulse of that. If I feel too pushed, like there's been times where we really had to batch content, like before Owen was born, we were making so many podcast episodes so that we could rest when Abby needed to rest. And I totally understood that. At the same time, being constantly demanded to do something zaps my creativity. It zaps my energy. I feel like I kind of shut down. I get slightly annoyed. I'm like, please stop asking me for things. We joke that my telltale sign is when I want a bag of chips and a sparkling water. Like right now, I need that. That's like my stress button. Um. So even without the seasons that we really needed to do that, if it were up to Abby alone, we would always be like two months ahead on the podcast. We would be done. We would have them edited. We would have them ready to go. For me, the front loading is 
too overwhelming. My ability to write these episodes and shine at the things that I'm really good at is negatively impacted. Now, at the same time, I understand that for Abby to feel her best, there is a certain amount of preparation and work ahead time so that she feels really good and she doesn't feel overly stressed. So truly, it is all about compromising. It's about honoring the other person. It's coming from a place of understanding. It's coming from a place neither of you is right. You are both just, you bring different things to the table. And it really is about compromise because I want to keep you as a good business partner. Like I want, this is a good relationship and I want to make sure that we both are feeling our absolute best at all times. I, we would be like three months ahead. You said two months ahead. <laughs> give me, give me three months so that, because that's what feels good for some types of people. But every time I'm talking with Amy about this, I'm like, oh, this is how Colin feels. This is how a lot of our husbands might feel. And my entire life, I've worked ahead of schedule, but I've also worked alone. So when you do have a husband or a business partner or a friend, that's when you do have to compromise. But in this podcast business, I need Amy, which is different than other parts of my life because I need her to do all the creation. She's the one who books the guests. She creates the front end work. Like this is her part of it that you see. Like all the creativity is what you see with Amy. And then I work on the back end with the editing and making sure that it gets put out into the world. But this also makes it difficult because if you're waiting on somebody on the front end, it makes it more difficult because I can only move as fast as she does. But by giving her space, I know everything is going to work better. And I was even talking with Colin about this when we were preparing for this, since he does identify as type B. And I was like, what's one thing that I can do in our relationship to make sure that you feel good and that I can feel good? And he goes, let me breathe. <laughs> like, that's what he said. And he said it very nicely. But he's like, if I'm breathing over here, it's better for both of us because I'm not backlashing. I'm not. It's just it's going to make for a much more comfortable situation for everybody. And in this relationship, it feels a lot like, hey, let me breathe. We got to compromise on some of these things by not going so far ahead. Um, and I think that we're in a good spot right now. I feel we're in a good spot right now as far as how far we are ahead. We're about a month ahead and we're creating about one or two a week which feels good for me. I think it feels good for Amy because we're not doing so much all at once all the time. Well, yeah, I think that we can just be a voice of two females that have done a lot of work on themselves mm -hmm. and on their communication so that we're able to say these things out loud. Because I remember when I was starting my first LLC with my sister partnership. Uh, what, what do you think Crystal is? Type A or type B? I don't, she's like very spurty. She's type A. I think she would identify. She's definitely achieve, an overachiever, mm -hmm. a hard worker. She's like a Clydesdale. So yeah, I think she would identify um, type A. But when I was creating the first business and we were sitting down with lawyers, it's like a very serious thing. You're signing a uh, operation agreement. You know, I don't think people talk about that. But most of, most partnerships dissolve in business. So most times partners aren't able to stay in in a good relationship to keep the business going. So it's kind of like marriage. I knew that so that I know that there's things that proactively in a partnership you have to do to keep it healthy and to keep it headed in the right direction. If we were showing up trying to lead this community in low key 
hated each other right, or right. we're getting in all of these mm-hmm. fights it's not the energy that we're trying to present to the world. Mm-hmm. So it's just a really interesting conversation. And we just wanted to take a minute to mention our sponsor, which is BetterHelp. As you guys know, I've been seeing a therapist through BetterHelp for a couple months now. Um, the disagreements between Drew and I and our personality types is definitely something I've talked to with my therapist. She has given me a lot of great approaches to take, especially around communication um, and how to be in good relationship with my type A partner. So couples therapy is one thing that they offer individual therapy, um, whatever you need. So again, our podcast today is sponsored by BetterHelp. You can go to betterhelp.com backslash herself. That's better com backslash herself that would give you 10% off your first month and you could join the over 1 million users of this resource. All right. So I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about something that is huge for Colin and I, and it's forgetting. So I feel like that's one of our biggest struggles between the type A and the type B personality is that Colin is just part of our life. He forgets stuff a lot. <laughs> I can relate. Oh, like recently he missed our dog's only veterinary appointment for the entire year. He forgets Lucy's iPad for school and he forgot to do laundry for almost a month until he was not wearing underwear for a couple of days in a row. <laughs> it's pretty consistent that he's forgetting things and we have the same conversation. I mean, it's been a decade now, the entire time we've been together. And I always ask, how can I prevent this? Like I bring it up in a gentle way. I've, I've brought it up in not gentle ways in the past, believe me. But now it's how can I prevent this? But it usually still ends up in a disagreement of him being like, I don't know. It's just how I am. So I would like insight, Amy, into how people with your personality type like to be reminded of things. Obviously, I'm only one person. I can't maybe speak for every single person that has a type B personality, but being on our back constantly is not the answer. And I feel like because you guys are so perceptive and detailed, that is something that a lot of type A's lend toward is like the constant reminder, even using the word nagging. I think a lot of women, um, you know, women in our society are thought of as the nagger. And that's why Drew and I like to be pretty open and honest about our relationship because we are totally opposite of that gender stereotype. Drew nags me. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. completely what happens in our camp. Um, So if you want your type B counterpart to completely shut down, a good way to do it is to keep droning on about the same thing. We have found in our camp what works best is systems. So Drew and I share a scheduling app. He is so good at putting things into the app for me, things have to be really easy to use and they have to be a necessity. And that is an app that has our kids' doctor's appointment, our anything and everything goes into that and I can function much better because of it. So that was one system where I was literally forgetting like our 
children's doctor's appointments. Mm -hmm. And we're like, we have to like, we have to do something because we just can't forget big things like that. It's so hard to get into the pediatrician. So that was like a big drop the ball moment. Um, Another thing that we do, we've talked about this before, is that we really play to our strengths. So I know I'm better at being flexible than Drew is. If we forgot something at the grocery store, we need something for dinner, a kid needs something at school, I am the one that offers to do that because it truly, truly doesn't bother me. I'm like, oh, I'll grab Mm -hmm. wraps. I'll grab something for tacos. That's simple to me. Um, Drew, an example for him would be he's a lot better at grocery shopping and paying all the bills. He is very focused on being price conscious. Like if I went to the grocery store, for example, I just pick what I want to, um, kind of regardless of price. And I also would forget things. So I would like forget a big item because so you'd have awesome salmon, that's yeah, organic yeah, yeah, yeah. and free range, whatever like, it is. What else do you need? But, but forget the bread and everything yeah. else. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> free range. Um, farm farm raised, right? Um, <laughs> no, fresh cut. A fresh cut. There fresh we go. Cut. Thank you. Um, and he pays all the bills. Like he, we know that if we play to our strengths, both of us would feel better. When I was talking to my therapist the last time, she said to just make things easier on ourselves. So one example is that Cole, our 15-month-old, kept getting into the lazy Susan and taking things out. For me, I don't care because he's like happy and it's fine. And I know there's nothing like toxic and I could just pick everything up for Drew when he got home and the lazy Susan was like on display throughout the whole kitchen. That's triggering for him. He does not like that. My therapist was like, just move the items that are really bothering Drew because there were some like salt shakers or, you know, maybe something that Drew really didn't want Cole to have. She's like, just move that stuff out of Cole's reach so that the trigger is taken away. Like sometimes the easiest route is to just take that trigger, that annoyance away out of your partner's lap if you can. Um, So I know when I was talking to you about Colin forgetting the iPad, because sometimes the iPad for Lucy would need to be charged. And then so it wasn't near the backpack. Mm -hmm. It's easier to forget. I'm totally in Colin's shoes. In the morning, things are very rushed. I could literally forget anything. I just don't. It's I'm in a rush. I don't focus. I'm so prone to that. So I told Abby, I'm like, one of my tricks is that I will charge, like I will have my computer charger plugged into the wall and then the computer still stays in my work bag while it's charging. So I literally cannot forget it. I love that idea. I love that idea. And it you're just setting the person up for success and understanding that when a type B person does get rushed, because listen, we wish that we weren't rushed every day. Like that doesn't, <laughs> with kids and getting out the door, that's a season that is hard on us, I would say. So making these little systems where it would be harder for us to screw up is helpful. So do you feel like you're always trying to like play catch up? Like you're always a little bit behind or like just just at the right level of like, hey, I'm ready for this moment, but not one moment ahead? Um, 
You know, I think that my personality is kind of funny because as Abby knows, I'm never late to anything. Ever. Which is ever. a difference with her business partner who is always late. Yeah. And it happens so to be type A. I know. <laughs> um, I am just more. So this is a great example. I think this like it, it's what makes our personalities a lot different. So if I knew I had to be at the office at 830, no matter what is happening at 825, I'm going to leave. Takes five minutes to get here. If the dishes aren't done or the house is left in a jumble, I'm still going to leave because I feel like the respectful thing is to be on time. Whereas I think sometimes a type A person gets themselves in trouble because they need to leave the clean kitchen. Mm -hmm. They have a harder Mm -hmm. time saying, you know what? I don't have to do this, so I'm not going to do this. I have a very easy time saying my whole life is half undone. (laughs) So like, this isn't a big deal for me. I'm out of here. I can deal with this later. Like, I have a really easy time with that. Oh, that's so interesting. One thing you also do really well is when plans change. You like drop of a hat. You're like, okay, plans can change. Like, it's not probably so easy, but way easier than it is for me. Um, Like, I like how my life feels so in place all the time. Like, I have a plan for everything. Everything is in its place. Like, it feels really good that way until plans change. So until a kid gets sick and all of a sudden the entire day has to be changed or until COVID happens or until Colin, his work schedule is constantly changing and that always puts me on like, a okay, what do I need to do now? So I have a really, really hard time. And I think a lot of type A people would identify with this, making last minute changes work and feel okay. Yeah, I think that is a place that I am strong at. And I think that type B, live in the moment, go with the flow. This is one of the really positive parts of our personalities our ability to adapt. And I would say to help you guys stay grounded, especially if you're really, really in partnership. I mean, it's my husband It is one of my best friends. I can have this perspective that everything is going to be okay. Like our day is might look different, but that's okay. Um, I feel like this is a place where a type A personality could lean on or, um, you know, we can help you stay grounded in that. I know that Colin and I both had a much easier time adapting to the realities that happened after COVID, Mm -hmm, like what it mm -hmm. did to our schedules, what it did to our home lives. You know, I think type B, we are more prone to say, this is a situation I'm going to make the most of it. Whereas I know Abby and Drew had a much longer Mm -hmm. adjustment period. So I think it's cool to understand that there are positives and hardships of any person's personality. And that in situations where we can lean on each other, I think that's cool. Totally cool. And it's playing to your strengths. Colin, whenever I come back from days where we're recording together, he's like, I always know when you hang out with Amy because you're just so much more chill with me. And I'm like, that's a really good thing. I need to remember (laughs) to do that tomorrow when I'm not hanging out with Amy. But one other thing that he said, um, because I asked, what is your feedback just like in general about type A versus type B personalities and how we can like co-mingle and live really well together? And he said, 
there is something great about doing life with people who have different strengths and weaknesses as you. You can feel supported and also feel needed by the same person. And when he said that, I was like, ah, that's so true. Because as humans, I like feeling needed. Like I like feeling needed once in a while, but I also want to have other people lift me up. And I know that I can get that from two of my favorite type Bs. So I think that overarching message of this podcast is that you are not wrong and you are not right all of the time. Your personality was given to you for a reason. Don't feel the constant need to change it. So I know a DM that we get to our podcast account all the time is, I'm very type A like Abby, and I'm really trying to be more like Amy. I think that you guys should rock your type A personality. Mm -hmm. It's just, when is it too much? Like in parenting, I feel like with younger kids, this is a season where it's really hard for type A people because they can't walk past the mess. Like that's such easy advice. Like just walk past the mess, go downstairs, work out. And then maybe if you can get to the mess, that's fine. The mess can be really triggering for type A people. I totally get that. But are there things that you can work on to get to a healthier spot? So I think that's important in life to be a little bit adaptable. So to say, Abby shouldn't want my personality and I shouldn't want hers. Where can we play to each other's strengths? Where can we honestly take a page out of each other's playbook? Mm -hmm. Like you could totally Mm -hmm. sometimes be like, oh, I really like how Amy has an adventure day with her kids and Mm -hmm. just goes out and they go from one park to the next to lunch at a friend's that they weren't planning to this, to that, whatever. At the same time, I could say, wow, the way that Abby is very organized about her Instagram account so that she has a really nice boundary she keeps at night for her family off of her phone is something that I could work on implementing because we share the same value, right? Mm -hmm, The time with the family, but we just have different ways that we're trying to get there. So I don't know. I just think that's an important part is that you don't have to change who you are. I think whether you are type A or type B, I tell Drew, I'm like, you know what? I'm still an adult. So I am still responsible that if we have a doctor appointment, I'm still responsible that I do have to remember that. That is just a part of life. Like I can't just always let myself off the hook. Whoops, I I forgot. It's my personality type. I can't do anything about it. Yeah, I can't change because there are systems that like you just have to put in place. Same as, you know, type A, you guys are more prone to anxiety. Is that something that maybe is sometimes going to tip over the edge and you do need to say like, hey, this is actually, I'm not coping, I'm rage cleaning because Mm -hmm. I have so much anxiety that I cannot stop. Does that need to be addressed? I would say yes. Mm -hmm. So this is just to finish things up, a friendly reminder that you don't have to change completely. You don't have to yearn after a different personality type because you feel like your life is so chaotic. It's just lending to the differences. But it's also knowing that you don't have to change the people around you. That was, yeah, I'm like, we have to bring that up. Mm -hmm. 
So looking internally, knowing that you're not right, you're not wrong, but also looking out into the world of the people who are around you, especially those who are closest with you, and not needing to change them entirely. And when Abby and I were preparing for this episode, she said it really well. She said that a lot of people are still in the frustration stage. Mm -hmm. So Abby and I can totally relate. There's been seasons of our marriages where the type A and the type B thing was very frustrating. Like you were just frustrated with each other, with each other's habits. We've totally been there. But can you get to a place that you can grow to acknowledge that you guys are choosing to do life together with different personalities, that you can see the strengths of having that dynamic, that you can show respect to your partner. Um, I think that's a really beautiful place to get. And I know all four of us have really been working toward that place. This was a fun episode for us to record. You got some behind the scenes of what Amy and I are going through and just the different personality types. And maybe it led to maybe just some internal conversations you're having with the people who are closest to you. So head over to our Monday Instagram post and let us know what personality type do you lend more towards? Personality type A or are you more B? 